And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. You're listening to Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, Eddie Pascal. Raider Nation, what is going on? Eddie Pascal, and we are back at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for another episode of Upon Further Review, excuse me, Upon Further Review, but brought to you by the good people at Coors Light. And we sit here today, the off-season workout program officially over, the coaches out of the building, the players out of the building. We are officially on spring break. No, excuse me, summer break. And if we had the, if we had the rights to it, I would play the, uh, the old Alice Cooper song, you know, school's out for summer. But for all intents and purposes, we are on summer vacation. But I will tell you this. Just because we are all preparing to have a little time away from the building, we are all preparing to take our last kind of uh, adventures before training camp 2022 starts, we're starting our, our little break in a, in a pretty major way because in just a second after we get through all the business of the week, we're going to welcome in the general manager for the Las Vegas Raiders, Dave Ziegler. Yes, you heard me correct. DZ is going to join us here and we are going to break everything down. We're going to do a bit of a, let's call it a status report for where we are in middle of June. In the middle of June, I should say. We're going to talk to DZ about the draft class, about what he's seen through mandatory minicamp, what was accomplished during OTAs, what is still on the agenda for the next six weeks before the team reports to camp, uh, and really what he's going to do, how he's going to enjoy some, uh, some downtime. And I have a feeling there will not be a ton of it for Dave Ziegler, Josh McDaniels, and their respective staffs. But it, on a very human level, I hope that they do get away for a little bit. Turn the phone off, you know, kind of spend some time with the family, reset and recharge, because in literally just a few weeks, we are going to be off to training camp, and I am so excited. The offseason, I, I don't want to say it drags on, but it's too long for me. We all want to get back to football. We all want to get back to doing what we love, which is talking about real, meaningful football being played on Sundays or in this case, Thursdays and Monday nights as well, and I cannot wait. But before we do that, I always got the bills to pay. We got to keep the people happy. So we begin with our transactions brought to you by Shift4 Payments. And even though we are kind of in, in off-season mode now, as we are in summer mode, Dave Ziegler and, and, the, and, the, and the boys still rocking and rolling on this roster. So the Silver and Black have made the following transactions since the last time we spoke on June 10th. The Raiders signed wide receiver Hunter Renfro to a multi-year contract extension. And also that very same day, signed rookie defensive tackle Neil Farrell Jr. So, shameless plug alert, we sat down with Renfro last week after he signed. You can find that conversation on this very podcast feed. Uh, it was an Upon Further Review kind of bonus sode. So make sure you check that out. It was great to see Hunter before he was able to get out of Dodge, spend some time with the family and, uh, and very much like Dave and Josh, reset and get ready for training camp 2022. Well, later that week, or I, I, guess, I, sh I guess I should say the following week, on June, 
June 13th, the Raiders signed cornerback Chris Jones. Jones, who enters his fourth NFL season, he has previously spent time with the Lions, the Cardinals, the Minnesota Vikings, and most recently, the Tennessee Titans, where he appeared in seven games last year. So we talk a lot about the fluidity of the roster. We talk about the bottom part of the roster in particular being a living, breathing organism. Uh, And we see that here, even in mid-June, as Dave Ziegler and company are still continuing to add talent. They're continuing uh, continuing to assess what they have on the roster and, and candidly trying to put together the best group of 90 guys. So when the team does report to camp in just over, uh, let's call it about a month and a half from now, they have the best 90 guys there to ultimately whittle down to 53 and start the 2022 regular season on the very, very best of foot. Feet? I don't know. Whatever sounds good there. But like I said, we talk about it all the time. The fluid is, uh, excuse me, the roster is fluid, and I have a feeling that will remain the case uh, really throughout the entire season and even, I think, over the course of our little break here. But before we get to our conversation with Dave, uh, just one bit of uh, one bit of, of housekeeping. As I said, the off-season workout program now officially in the books. All phases complete, players gone, coaches gone, everyone having a chance to reset, relax, and recharge before we do this thing for real. Uh, And in terms of the start of training camp 2022, do not have those dates officially as of yet. I think they will be coming in the near future. And as soon as we have that intel, as soon as we know when people are going to, or when when the rookies are going to report, when the vets are going to report, when the quarterback's going to be here, all that good stuff, as soon as we get those dates, we will make sure to send them on over to you. Uh, Because, like I said, it is really going to be here before you know it. It is an exciting time of the year. It is a time of the year that, uh, you know, is, this is like a nice little portion because we've had a lot of good football. We've had a lot of things to talk to over the past uh, six, seven, eight weeks. But now we have a chance to kind of decompress, to kind of relax, to kind of figure out what do we want to accomplish over the next month and a half. And as I said, get a little vacation. Enjoy the sun, whether that's here in Vegas, whether that's elsewhere. We have a little bit of time to now kind of, uh, you know, very similar to the players, kind of get our minds right for the start of training camp 2022. Uh, But kind of in that spirit, we're still going to be rocking and rolling on Upon Further Review every week. You guys are stuck with us. We're going to do a lot of uh, kind of season preview type stuff or training camp preview things, I should say, over the coming weeks, doing a deeper dive on the questions that we have regarding the offense, regarding the defense, regarding the special teams. Uh, we'll, have, we'll have some fun here and there as well. I'm sure we'll bring in some creative guests to kind of uh, bridge this gap of, of you know time on the football calendar. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we appreciate you guys riding with us each and every single week. So make sure you do not go anywhere and take us to the beach with you. Take us on vacation. You know, it's the beauty of the pod network. We are everywhere that you are. So please, let's go uh, Let's go on this little journey together. But speaking of journeys, speaking of, uh, of folks that are, are really going to have to, uh, and I mean this in the best way, hopefully take a little time for themselves over the next month and a half. And one of those guys is the general manager of the Las Vegas Raiders, Dave Ziegler, who happens to be our guest today. And as I said, we sat down, we talked to Dave. Dave, per usual, very open, very honest, very transparent about the state of the team right now, what he likes, uh, kind of his mindset, uh, the collective mindset, I should say, over the next month, month and a half, uh, and kind of really giving a chance now for him to reflect back on the draft, that whole process, that experience, and say, hey, this is what we liked. This is where we have room to get better. Uh, and per usual, it was great to sit down with him. Uh, you learn, you know, especially with Dave, I feel like he's one of those guys that we learn a lot every time we talk to him, and I hope that is the case for you all as well. So without further ado, please enjoy our conversation with the general manager, yes, I said it, the general manager of your Las Vegas Raiders, Dave Ziegler. 
the off-season program officially in the books. And we'll start here. I mean, on a much lighter note, what do the next six weeks look like for you? You getting some time away? What are you doing? Some fun in the sun? What do we got? Yeah, so um, definitely some time away. Uh, we go back, you know, back east and have a little spot out there in Cape Cod and hang out with the beach and build sand castles with the kids and, you know, throw them in the ocean and all that good stuff. And mixed in with some work, there's going to be stuff that we're going to be chipping away at, getting ready for camp, um, still tinkering with the roster, keeping a pulse of the league, uh, all, all those things that come along with, um, you know, being a general manager and staying on top of the, you know, the football operation side of the thing. So can never totally unplug, uh, but it will be a good break. You know, as, as we sit here, I feel like the next five, six weeks are really kind of a time of, of, of reflection and a time of like, okay, we're at a break in the calendar. When you look what you and Josh have been able to accomplish over the past three, four, five months, and, and as we sit here now getting ready for training camp, giving ourselves the time to kind of catch our breath, I, I guess what's kind of your uh, your status update, your analysis your of, of how everything has gone thus far? Yeah, I think it's been, it's, it's been a learning process. It's been a good process. I think when you look at the roster, what we tried to do, and we've talked about it from the beginning, is build competition throughout the roster. And I think we've, you know, I think we've done that. I think when you look at the, the roster, there's a lot of guys competing for spots. And that was the idea, is we wanted to build a competitive roster where everyone felt like they were you know, being pushed uh, to earn a spot and pushed to be their best. And you know, I think we've done that through free agency and through the draft and through college free agency and things of that nature. And it was, uh, I think it was evident here this spring, a lot of guys are competing. There's a lot of guys uh, making strides and, and growing as players and growing as professionals and things of that nature. And that's exactly what we wanted to see. And, you know, we hope that carries into to training camp. And obviously when you get into training camp, there's an end point in sight where you're going to have the season coming up and people are, there's only so many spots on the roster. And so I think we have a competitive roster where guys are going to um, feel, you know, feel the pressure to, to be pushed and to, to succeed. You know, talk about that competition on the roster. And I mean, you look at our transactions page on Raiders.com, that thing has been constantly fluid and, and ever evolving. How do you kind of balance that that constant evaluation, seeing what's going around the league, you know, as we kind of enter this next, uh, you know, five or six weeks? Yeah, well, I just think you, you want to, any opportunity that you feel is a concrete opportunity to make the team better, there's 90 players on the roster. And I think that you have to look at the uh, all those spots as equally important so if we can make the 90th spot a little bit better and, and improve a position group and go back to improving the competition at team that's what we're going to do and so um, you know we've just we keep our eyes on that constantly our pro staff um, led by Dwayne Joseph and, and Champ Kelly you know they're always you know uh, looking at those same areas, have recommendations. And, and it starts with knowing your team. Uh, and, and we've talked about that before, the importance of knowing your team. You, until you know your you know your team, it's hard to know who's improving your team. But that will be a constant thing. It's not, it's not going to be unique to just, um, you know, this phase of us, you know, being new. Um, we're just going to constantly be, constantly be looking at ways to improve the team. And you talk about knowing your team. I think one thing that, that really stood out to me over the three-day minicamp is we see a lot of you down on the practice mm -hmm. field. You know, we see a lot of you getting involved, you know, certainly not in the huddle or anything like that. Sure. But, but what, why is that important for you to be physically on the grass with these guys? Yeah, I think it's good just to, to, for them to see me down on the practice field where they're putting in work. 
right? Like that's their product. That's where they're putting in work. That's where they're, they're trying to show their worth to the team. And I think, you know, it's important for them to see me out there and to see me uh, evaluating every aspect of what they're doing. It's whether it's an individual drill, whether it's a special teams drill, uh, and not only evaluating them, but getting an understanding of what they're being asked to do, uh, what the techniques are, how they take teachable moments, how they adapt their body language. There's a lot of things that go into, uh, you know, being with them on the field every day. And, and, and I know, uh, you know, they, they see it too. And, you know, they've made comments of, you know, they like to see, see, see me out there and, and not that I'm going to be out there every day, but it's a good, it's a good time period to see what the teachers are teaching and what the students are learning. And I imagine there's an element of being able to see stuff that you just don't get on tape when you get it at the end of the day, right? Correct. And, and, and it goes back to just those moments where uh, there's a problem that needs to be solved. Right there's a, a communication um, that needs to be improved. Who's taking the the bull by the horns to improving that communication? How are people interacting when things aren't going well? How do they problem solve? Um, how professional are they in that dialogue and things of that nature? And so there's a lot of those elements of human behavior that you can see on the practice field. Uh, and then I think those are really important for to understand the player's skill set, but the player as a as an entire person. You know, we talked about a lot about stuff going on the field for good reason. Now as we kind of prepare to get into camp. One thing that happened off the field, Hunter Renfro, not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, a fan favorite, a guy who has, you know, steadily gotten better and better and better since he ultimately arrived in Oakland and then now here. So what kind of went into the decision to, to make sure he was a part of this program going forward? And, you know, what do you like about Hunter in 2022 mm -hmm. and beyond? Well, I've said it over and over again, but part of the, the process of uh, understanding him being a long-term fit was understanding the person. And, and Hunter is a low-maintenance player. Uh, who's an incredibly hard worker, um, very smart, diligent about his craft. And so again, it kind of started there. And then you look at the skill set, and I've talked a little bit about it before, but uh, very good route runner, good short area quickness, has the ability to get open in tight spaces. Um, in the past has been really productive on third down. And he's worked really hard to learn our system and uh, understand our route concepts and, and you know learn the intricacies of, of what he needs to do in, in this offensive system. But highly productive young player um, that we're excited to work with in, uh, in the future and continue to see that, that progress be made. You know, one thing that's really stood out to me over the past couple of months is a lot of these extensions have gotten done, which is a lot, you know, really exciting for us to see some of our guys not going anywhere. anywhere. But one of the constant themes that has stood out is the three guys that we've extended this far are guys that have been very vocal about wanting to be here. Mm -hmm. I mean, you go from Derek to Max and now Hunter, and they've been guys that have said, I love it here. I have no desire to not be here. So I imagine that as a general manager, there's got to be music to your saying, hey, some of these core building block type pieces are guys that are invested in this program and invested in this city. Yeah, really important, you know, to have your best players, you know, wanting to be here, investing in uh, investing in the Las Vegas Raiders, investing in their community. Those are just great examples for, for the rest of the team and uh, for any other players, you know, that uh, future free agents and things of that nature to know that you have those cornerstones that are going to be here. They're committed to be here. They want to be here. Uh, they're great advocates for uh, our team, great advocates for our culture, and they're, you know, they're great advocates for our city also. You know, you look at those cornerstones, and they're always guys that came here via the draft, right? We're now a few months rem removed from your and Josh's first draft here in Las Vegas. And, and I know I'm sure it's been a whirlwind kind of few months and really, mm -hmm. you know, kind of six months since you guys got here. But when you have a chance to look back and reflect on that, on that draft and that draft experience for you, what was that like? It was a really good process for us. I thought for it being our first time, it was really smooth. The communication was really fluid. The communication was really good throughout the draft weekend. Josh and I spent a lot of time, I uh, thought, you know, dotting the I's, crossing the T's, being detailed in our thoughts, really 
having a good feel for the entire picture of the players that we were drafting on the field and off the field. And we had a lot of other people uh, in the room helping out from Sean Harak, um, Dewan Daniels, Champ, of course, Dwayne Joseph, Andy Dangler, Tom Delaney, uh, a, a lot of guys that went into the process. And there was just a great, uh, great energy in the room. And it was a really, um, a really efficient process. And then looking back at the players and things like that that we drafted, uh, it's and, and I mentioned it um, when we had some questions about some of the guys we drafted, you can see it's a big transition. When you're coming to an NFL team, it's a big transition uh, being a professional athlete and all the things that come along with being a professional athlete on the field and off the field, learning an entire new system, learning a lot of techniques. They're, lear they're in the learning stages, you know, and they're, and they're still puppies when it comes to being in the NFL, and they all have a long way to go. But the thing that was really encouraging is we have a lot of people that love football and that are really diligent about working out on their craft and want to get better, and that's where it starts. And so I think we're on a, um, those guys are off on the right foot because of those foundational pieces of their makeup and their, their mental toughness and their character. But all of them have a long way to go in terms of proving that they can play in the NFL. You talk about that good energy in that draft room too. I imagine it was probably just, there's a level of excitement and like, oh man, like we're doing all the trades, all the activity. Like, yeah. you know, I, I don't know if you went in with that assumption that, hey, we're gonna be super active, but was it kind of fun to, you know, maybe not at the time, but now looking back, like, hey, that was, we did a lot of, a lot of cool stuff that yeah, weekend. Yeah, it was exciting. You know, looking back on it, there was, you, you kind of reflect, there was some exciting moments and there wasn't a plan to be really active in the trade market or not be active. It was kind of, organically, that's the way it came together. We saw some opportunities that um, we were able to either move back or um, inquire a pick or you know, some of those things. And um, they worked out in our, you know, they worked out well for us. We felt like they worked out well for us and some of the players we were able to get with those picks. And yeah, it's fun looking back, maneuvering on the board and things like that. That's kind of some of those visions you have when you're, you know, thinking about being a GM, right? And uh, it was an exciting time. We're in where we're excited about that. We're excited about moving forward. You know, you've talked a lot about how you and, and the staff and Josh and his staff are going to get a chance to unplug a little bit, right, over the next six weeks. But really, for, for you guys, what is the the preparation now for training camp look yeah. like? And, and and even before training camp, I think that you know the one thing that we've tried to do, we've spent a lot of time here in the last week, is evaluating all the things that we've done since we've been here, and and um, getting a lot of suggestions from our staff. You know, er, things that they liked, areas of improvement, things that they want to see adjusted, some of their suggestions for how to improve things, and we've spent a lot of time. Uh, going over and pouring over those suggestions and those notes from the time that we started um, and, until you know this just finishing this last week here uh, prior to the to vet mini camp. So we spent a lot of time doing that, and then it's the prep work and just getting ahead of everything that we can get ahead of before training camp, making sure our preseason processes uh, in terms of preseason evaluation process that all those things are aligned, that we know exactly how we're going to carry that out, and and. Um, everybody's role and things of that nature going forward with the preseason process. I know Josh has a lot of the things that he's doing on the coaching side to make sure the coaching staff is prepared um, for, you know, practice number one through, you know, practice number 30 there um, during the you know, during the training camp process. And so that's what a lot of this time is. It's just, it's getting ahead. So when we come in, we're ready to hit the ground running and, and, and take off and uh, make a little bit of progress every day. You know, speaking of that training camp process, obviously the Raiders have that fourth preseason game now playing in the Hall of Fame game this year. Uh, as a GM, do you like that? Do you like that extra chance to take a look at your guys and see them in a, put an air quotes game type situation? Yeah, I always liked having four preseason games. 
and and that's the scouting side of it. Yeah. You know, I know the players don't like that, and or do weren't you know, a lot of players weren't in favor of that. But uh, I do. I think it, you know the more opportunities you can see people competing in a game, real game environment, which is uh, the closest we get to a regular season atmosphere. Those are the real opportunities to see. Uh, how players perform when the lights are on, and and then it's real. Like a preseason game is real. I've I've seen it through my uh, you know years in the NFL. There's guys that stand out week after week in practice, and and then the preseason games start, and and they don't stand out the same way. And so um, all of those opportunities, getting an extra opportunity to see our players and see them perform in that real game environment is going to be valuable for us. Yeah, and just wrapping up here with Dave Ziegler and Dave, when you look at you know kind of where we are on the calendar, what was the, the message, the collective message from you and Josh for the guys before they kind of went off? on their summer break? I think the, the message is to make continued progress. Uh, make the, you know, don't take a step back. Um, what we're not looking for is uh, guys to return and they've kind of um, you know, digressed in their, in their strength training or their diet and nutrition uh, or their conditioning. Like these are building blocks and the expectation is for those guys to come into training camp ready to roll and have made progress uh, throughout this time off. And that's what we're going to be looking for. And I think that, you know, that um, tells a lot about their commitment to this team, them, their commitment to getting better, their commitment to winning. Uh, you can tell that by how people come into training camp and how ready they are to go. And, uh, you know, hopefully everybody comes back, uh, has that mindset and comes back uh, better than better than they were when they left. Well, I know this is a welcome break for all of us, but at the same time, it's like, all right, we're 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 close now. Like, let's do this thing for real. So, Dave, enjoy the time away. Uh, try to turn the phone off for a little bit at sure. least, right? Just a tiny bit, and we'll catch you when you get back, all right? All right, appreciate it. Go Raiders. And a big thank you to Dave Ziegler for giving us a few minutes, and a huge shout-out to our PR staff uh, for helping facilitate that conversation. Like I said, it is always a treat when we get to uh, spend a little bit of time with DZ, especially at this point in the season. And, and like I said, I hope he gets a chance to kind of unplug a little bit, just as we do over the next month and a half. And a great way to unplug as we call a segue, a great way to unplug is to crack an ice-cold bruchacho, something I hope to be doing a lot of over the next month and a half. And so before we get out of here, I will wrap up the show as I always do. I'm going to crack a cold one. And today, I crack a cold one for my sister-in-law because uh, this weekend, she is graduating. And so I'm headed up to Seattle. Uh, the boss and I are headed up there. We're going to spend some time with her family. We're going to get a chance to, to celebrate her younger sister and all of her accomplishments. Very, very exciting. She is off to the University of Arizona next year. So staying in the Conference of Champions, which we love to see. Wish it was Oregon, but, you know, regardless. Uh, she will be sticking around in the Pac-12. We love to see that. And a huge shout-out to all of our graduates this year. A uh, big shout-out to everyone continuing their education in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and enjoy the moment, everyone, because it's something very, very cool. Doesn't happen all that often in life that you get a chance to really reflect back and look on uh, on all the things that you've done academically. So a big shout-out to all of you guys, especially my sister-in-law, Ingrid. Congratulations. You deserve it, and we're very, very excited to see you. So... Time to get out of here. We're starting vacation early. Let's do it, my pals. So, for Eddie Pascal, our guest this week, Dave Ziegler, Alexandra, who keeps our entire operation afloat, and everyone else at Silver and Black Productions, we thank you, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, and as I said, even though we're on summer break now, you are stuck with us each and every week, every Thursday, we will be on your pod feed. So, in that spirit, we will see you guys next week, same time, same place, for our next episode of Upon Further Review. 
Thanks for listening to this edition of Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Advanced security from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi protects your connected devices from online threats 24-7. But hey, you're probably safe without it. Probably. Like how that free streaming website was probably not a scam. Someone's probably not stealing your bank info as we speak to buy a four-story Chalet Grand. Yeah, you're probably fine. Or you could know your network is covered with advanced security from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Restrictions apply. Copyright 2020 Cox Communications, Inc. All rights reserved. The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app True Connect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of True Connect exclusively for Raider Nation.